Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. A horse that loves to run will beat a horse that's compelled every day of the week. A horse that loves to run will beat a horse that's compelled every day of the week. I got this from the book Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield, so I wrapped up reading The War of Art and saw that he had written a follow-up to The War of Art called Turning Pro, and so I'm in that book right now, and that's where I got this from. Man, let's break this down. Um, A horse that loves to run, beating the horse that's compelled. So the, the backdrop of this story was... He was talking about the fact that there was a horse trainer, a very successful horse trainer, and that's how he trained his horses. He he looked at his horses and he said, you know, I'm going to push them, but I've got to find the the point at which I can push the horse to where it still loves to do what we want it to do on race day. Like it still loves to run. It still loves to run fast. It still enjoys competing. It still enjoys the rush and the thrill of crossing the line first, right? So obviously like there's a certain amount of preparation that the trainer has to do with the horse to be able to get it into the condition to be able to execute on that and to be able to cross the line first and to be able to handle competing and racing. But that fine line is, you know, where do I draw the line so that the horse doesn't feel compelled to do that? Where do I draw the line with keeping it fun? Where do I draw the line with keeping it light? Where do I draw the line with not dampening that passion and that love that the horse has for running, for, for you know, running fast, for competing? So taking this into our journeys and what we're trying to be successful at We've got to love what we do. That, that has to come first in whatever it is that you're looking to pursue, whatever it is that your craft is. We have to love it from the get. That's got to be the foundation from which we grow, right? So the question that I have is, what is it that you're trying to be successful at? What is your current craft what do you pour, you know, the majority of the hours of your day into and do you really love that? Do you really honestly love that thing? Um I have a cycling background, so I'm taking it to cycling. I mean, there's professionals out there. I love watching the UCI level, which is the highest level of the sport, professional cycling, and you watch those guys and those guys are riding their bikes all of the time. They're training. They're in constant preparation for their competitions. They're they're traveling. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it looks brutal. It's hard. And they would tell you that it's hard. They would tell you that it's not always fun. They would tell you that it gets old feeling tired, you know, all the time and beat up. And, you know, then competitions sometimes don't go the way that they want it to. But, if you watch those professional riders that are the most successful, you notice that you can kind of touch and feel the love that they have for cycling, the passion that they have for the sport. They genuinely like it. They have a 
light, soft kind of disposition. They Sure, they may not like the long bus transfer and being in the bus all day or having to switch planes and their luggage getting lost and stuff, but they laugh about it later, they smile about it, they, they can keep moving and they can keep going forward, right? So where we need to go is, or, or I guess the question we need to ask ourselves is, do we truly love what it is that we're doing? Because here's the deal, notice that I said when you look at the cyclists that are the most successful, because so the professional peloton is filled with it's made up of hundreds of riders but there are some riders that are more successful in terms of a result sheet in terms of what they've been able to accomplish than other riders and if we just take that right there and we begin to separate the the ones that are more successful from the ones that aren't what we genuinely or what we generally tend to find the majority of the time is that those folks that are on the side of being the more successful ones in terms of their results and such, those are the ones that kind of have this playful, jovial kind of, I love what it is that I'm doing. I love my job type of an attitude and mindset versus those that are not as successful, see it more like a job. They see it more like a means to receive maybe a paycheck, a means to an end, um, and like, I'll end with this to kind of throw another quote in there. Um, we are, we have a right to our labor, but we don't have a right to the fruits of our labor. So I'm going to kind of dovetail this into this episode. We have the right to our labor, but we don't have the right to the fruits of our labor. So where we really can kind of do a litmus test on how much love you have for what it is you currently do, here's the litmus test. Do you love the labor even when you don't get the fruits for that particular labor? So would you, if, you, if we look at what you do, if we look at your craft, if we look at where you're trying to be successful in, and working hard at every single day, if you didn't get the payoff that you thought was coming to you, so for example, if you're working really hard, making phone calls, just hitting the ground running every morning, trying to move up in your business, if you were doing all of that and plugging into that process, somehow knowing and casting into the future that you weren't gonna get that promotion, that you weren't gonna get that um, increase in your income, that you weren't going to you know, be able to achieve that particular thing that you felt that the process and that your labor was going to get you, would you still do it? And if the answer to that question is no, then that means that you are strictly plugging into the process, you're going about your craft only because you feel that you will receive some kind of fruit for your labor in return for that investment. And a lot of people operate that way. It's transactional. It's dependent upon something. Once you pull that reward or that achievement or whatever it is away from me, then I lose motivation. I don't really want to do this as much and my true colors actually shine forth. For those of us committed to mastery, for those of us committed to being excellent, for those of us that want to be elite performers in whatever it is that we do, we go about the labor and we look up the road and go, you know, if I didn't get the thing that I think this labor might produce, plugging into this process might produce, I'd be okay with that. I would still wake up the next day and do things the same way that I'm doing them right now, 
even if I knew I wasn't going to get that thing. See, now we're cooking because now you actually, like you love what you do. And conversely, I'll end with this, the ceiling to what you'd be able to achieve in that particular area is going to be higher than the person that does it simply for the transaction that they're going to, simply as a transactional thing for the result that they're going to get from that labor. Your ceiling, when you do it for love, when you do it because you're passionate about it, your ceiling, the work that you will put out, the way that you'll go about your day, the way that you'll go about your craft, there's going to be a difference there that's going to be very tangible that people will be able to feel in the way that you go about your business versus the person that does it strictly for the result portion of it, strictly for what's on the other side of the fence. But all that being said, the true elite performer, the true professional doesn't even care if other people can see it. They don't even care if other people can feel it. They don't even care if, man, I can really tell by the tone of your voice, I can really tell by the way you do what you do that you're really passionate and that you love this. The true professional doesn't even really care about what other people might think or say or how they're perceived. Here's what gets them up in the morning. Here's what gets them going. Here's what gets them sitting down at their desk and doing the work they know that, that, that they need to do. It's, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this because I respect my craft enough and I love my craft enough and I'm passionate about my craft to the point where I would do it a disservice to not just give this craft, this thing, everything that I've got today and then everything that I've got tomorrow in subsequent days. So the true professional actually just kind of works in a vacuum. They just kind of do it because that, that's what they do. This is what they're passionate about. So... If we love it, that's where we're at. If we don't love it, then we can, we can get to that place. How do we get there? Well, kind of reevaluating. Like what, I mean, it could be very simple. It could be maybe there are things in your process right now. Maybe there are things that you're doing that you're thinking are the things that are part of your personal craft, but maybe they're part of somebody else's. Maybe they don't fit for you. Maybe that thing doesn't really bring you the joy and doesn't really like uh, fan the flame of your passion for your particular craft. So it could be as simple as just gut it out, turn, look to something else, like try something new. Because where you're at, the craft, the area that you're in, that you're wanting to be successful in, you're spot on, something brought you there, your heartstrings got tugged and, and you're, you're right in your in, in your thought and your intuition of that being the thing that you want to do for the rest of your life that you love. Now, for others, it's pretty simple. You don't love your craft. You don't love what you do with the majority of your waking hours, and you know that. And harsh words here, you just need to go do something else. You need to like get up from your desk. You need to get up from wherever it is that you are, and you need to, you know what you know what you love. You know, like, here's a question. If tomorrow you could go and do something else, anything else that you wanted, what would it be? The answer to that question is pretty closely tied to, if not exactly, what you love and what you're passionate about and what you should be doing. So for some, it's kind of a harsh word. It's like, oh man, like, I think I've just been convicted by what he said here in that 
I'm doing the wrong thing with my life. By the way, if you're doing that, the product you're putting out doing whatever it is that you're doing right now is less than your best. Number one, it's never going to be your best because you won't give it the full 100% because you really don't love it. You're doing it for an ulterior motive. That's, that's the first thing. And the second thing is you're not fully satisfied. You're not really doing what it is that you love and you're not really doing what you were put on this earth, the purpose for which you were put on this earth. So therefore, like your satisfaction with your daily routine is, is pretty low. So let's snap out of it. For those that are in that camp, easy to raise the quality of life. Begin to think about, ponder how you can, it may not be like literally putting in your two weeks today and running off and going and doing something else, but it may be figuring out some kind of a plan how you can slowly transition out of what you're doing into what you know you love and you should be doing. And then for others, we're already there. We've just got to refine our process. We've got to look to see how we can take some things out, put some things in that will further, better fan the flame of our love and our passion for what it is that we do. Folks, I hope that, uh, I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that this has been useful. I think this is something that a lot of us struggle with. This is something that a lot of us kind of feel the tug and pull of in our daily lives a lot because, and this is really the last thing I'm going to say. I'm sorry I keep saying that, but it's because we know deep down inside our souls have no recourse but to whisper to us. Sometimes, yep, they begin to yell at us what it is that we really should be doing with our lives and with our days and with our time and with our passion and with our talents. Our souls tell us that. And all of us have received that message. Some of us have refused to listen. Some of us don't want to listen. We're scared. Some of us have given up the hope that we can listen and make that happen. But I want to encourage you Take it as somebody who followed their love and their passion. And I I was in and still am in a pretty scary place. You won't get more satisfaction from anything else than that. All right, y'all. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear how this episode has impacted you. Come on, bring it. Let's hear it. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Until next time.